Alright, folks, you've heard me say this for weeks. But now, this is probably the last time you'll probably hear me say it until I have to record a permanent one for you guys. Let me say this Spotify for Podcasters, the app that really gives you all the tools you need to create your podcast, record, edit, even put some music in there from the Spotify library, distribute your podcast. Say, even though I, even I do it every time, do it. I got my podcast, Ultra Sports, on Google Podcasts and Spotify. So don't forget, it's everything you need in podcasts in one place. And hey, it's the whole new name. I said it. I said it more times. I'll say it again. Download the free app or go to Podcasters on Spotify to get started. Spotify for Podcasters work for me, and it'll work for you too. Now let's get on with the program, shall we? Broadcasting from the Long Island Top Studios in the heart of Long Island. Yes, is the Own Tour Sports Podcast on Saturday for your Saturday. I'm Matthew Holly. I'm your host. This is Saturday, January 6, 2024. As we begin the um, new year and stride, of course, we are ready to go for the proceedings. We talk week 18 is um is almost. Coming, and, I mean, to a full, and of course, it's our, and of course, we'll see how that pans out. Um, in the in the coming two days, it, the first there are two games today. The others, the others are on Sunday. I'll be airing that, uh, airing a show for that for you guys on Sunday morning. Now let's get on to the uh, one headline here that came from the new from the from Newsday. It says. How do you like us now? The back page, that's what the back page screamed. And Isaiah Ardenstein was throwing it down on Tyrese Maxey. And the photo caption said, Isaiah Ardenstein dumps on Tyrese Maxey for two of his 17 points in Knicks' 128-92 statement win at Philadelphia. They, were, they are 3-0. Since Saturday, since last Saturday's big trade, and of course the OG Anobi, Precious Achanwa, Malachi Flynn to uh, New York for Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett and a second round pick to Toronto. That trade, that trade. Of course, as the Knicks could show, they get angry with East big shots by dismantling six ones the 76ers. That. It's what you need to know about the set. That, of course, they were. That is a like the jumping point for the season. Of course, that's is the course. The um, Jalen Brunson had 29 points. He was the team's leading scorer. He had two assists. He had two assists, and he, was, and he had like, and of course. I thought he had. I thought he for a point guard. I thought he was supposed to be the distributor. Right now, it looks like. I mean, I'm up front with. I'm up front with you, man. This has all the makings of a good of a good um good was a good game and had everything you know. Of course. When you when you play like when you uh play, 
like you're in the like it's a like a playoff game. You're seventh, or right now as they are eighth in the uh, in the standings. That's saying a lot. They are that's saying a lot. Of course, that's saying a lot. Um, Deuce, McBride, Deuce McBride did get um, a spot in the rotation. He was like, hey, yeah, 14 minutes. Yeah, 14 minutes at 15. So he's, he's really sleeping comfortably now that he's got his, now he got his money. Julius Randle, Julius Randle, the guy I thought he was a star, eight points. Seven board and it was seven had seven boards. Durham, OG and Obi, the guy he had, he had like he had eleven points. He was uh, and he got a, and he got a and he had a like what a couple a steal and a block to go with it. Then dude, this is why we got to win. We got a defensive win that can shoot. Mm, they made Embiid like nothing. What a, and of course, when you look at the airline, they like how they measure up. They were these guys. They're here, and often, to be honest with you all, I thought that this will not make the next. They, they probably be like. They went from like a first round exit team to probably like a second round exit team, which is pretty much saying something. They are like one impact player away. That's saying like that. Harden's not. I mean, of course, according to the Associated Press, uh, Brunson said the way we've been able to gel so fast, we've just got to continue to get better. Man, that's saying a lot. We are really, I am enjoying this season. And I really thought, and I really thought that this trade was going to fail and fail miserably. It's just because it wasn't, we wanted, I felt like we wanted more. I like, I like, of course, I liked uh, Quentin Grimes, but. He's probably not the answer I want as a shooting guard. I I like I I like the idea of of a super shooting guard that can move the ball and get the and get the Knicks to where they should be. I don't know if. Guys like Randall, uh, Anubi, and and Brunson are are kind of like the guys I like moving forward. They, these guys are good. Don't get me wrong. I just want I want more. I just want to see more from them. And that's saying a lot. And now they are like. In that, in that, or in that level, 
to where they should be, and it should be. He is like he's a subject saying that he, he's not the he's like one A according to some certain some former uh, NBA former I don't know former current current uh, Las Vegas Aces coach uh, uh, Becky Ann, but he's proven us wrong. He's proven it wrong, and of course, that's what makes them really good right now. And now... Because, and it's because of it. I know, gee, I mean, he, he adds, he adds value to it. Yeah, I mean, for the next office, I know maybe it's a better fit. This is according to um, Andre Andre Snellings of ESPN. Couldn't agree more here. Defensively, good fit. To good fit too. Mm -hmm. And that spells um, success for the team for the next if this if this works out and if he resigns, resigns. So that will tell you. When you think of what you think of is defensive real plus minus plus minus the D DRPM that's pretty much good for, for the uh, analytics nerds. Um, the most I mean last he was one of the only five not big men to rank among the top twenty. He had 5.08 DRPM score. Meaning his presence on the court correlated with the Raptors' defense, improving by more than five points per 100 possessions. Of course, he measured out as the third highest impact small forward defender in the NBA, behind France Franz Wagner and Scotty Barnes. I mean, that's saying a lot. You got that's saying a lot. And of course, that's a, and of course the Knicks are, of course, in the third in the Atlantic. Um, eighth in the in the Eastern Conference, they still in a playing spot. Um, this could be a this could be a jumping point for this team going forward. I mean, you have to have players that will develop into star power, and that's exactly what this organization has done. I mean, if you if you crucified Leon Rose about this. And man, you would have said, you know what? Sorry, but all you have to do is apologize, guys. Sorry, Leon. We just want to root. We just want to root for this team. I will not, and I will not support. I will. I would have not supported a team if they did trades that made did not make sense. I e. The, the infamous trade, the infamous trade that got Antonio McDice for whoever, whoever we get, and that first round, and a first round pick, that's terrible. But, we also traded Marcus Camby and others, I mean, damn it, man. And a seventh round pick, I would have, man, I would have said, oh, fuck you, Scott. Fuck you, Scott Layden. 
But I was too young. Too, I was too young to square anyway. I always said, screw you. They were like, screw you. But here's the thing. I think when you look at uh, look at the job, it's, it's not finished here. But this is this the end game here? No. Um, they face um, Washington tonight, 7 p.m. tonight. If you got if you got it on if you got MSG, you'll get it on TV. If you got it on MSG, if you got MSG Plus, you got that too. If you got ESPN New York on your radio. Maybe when they when they but they probably move to the AM dial by years and by a few year, few months from now. But the Knicks are heading right down there in the right direction. I mean, with the trade deadline, with trade deadline is coming up. I mean, we need. We need to get more. We need to make more moves. Big Nick Energy on Twitter uh, uh, tw accent. I want everyone to apologize to Leon Rose whenever they get a chance. Nah. Number one, it's a wait and see approach for me. It's a wait and see approach. I will say that to a day I die here. Until um, they get like uh, a, a piece that can get them over the top, get them back up, get them over the top. Um, it's just not working out for this is not where it's just a wait and see approach. Like I said, job ain't finished yet, boys. Job ain't finished. And then, uh, and uh, and it's far from and it's far from it. I don't want to, and that's what makes it, and that's what makes this game even better. That's what makes this game even better. If the Knicks can come back from whatever happens, they they have a chance. They might have a chance. I mean, it said where the Knicks are undefeated in the Anobi era. Number one, three straight wins. There's gonna be difficult. There's gonna be competition on them coming up. Washington, they're fucked. They're frauds right now. They're real good right now. I mean, the Knicks are good right now. Right after the trade, but at the end of the day. It proves that there's still more to be done. Job's not finished. Can't win with that. We'll be back right after this. While the other guys come up with clothing lines that make you really mad at somebody or pisses off everybody, yeah. You get their feel. You get the feeling, man. Their 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 ideas suck. Their their shirts suck. And yeah, they're the most bigoted human beings 
walking God's green earth and but if you want the pro real product if you want the real deal that doesn't cater to the BS you need to go to LI Touch because unlike the other if those other guys ain't it they ain't, it ain't they ain't lit they ain't lit baby these guys do are good at screen printing embroidery DTG direct to garment by the way Final and graphic design. These guys got a lot more, got a lot of stuff doing. For, they did, they even did a lot of stuff for the new Brooklyn Nets. So, with that in mind, go check them out on it on Facebook and Instagram. And hey, and ask, and that, and look for the quality. Well, I tell us, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's why I. That's why the Helen Terror Sports Podcast is done right here. At the old at the Li Top Studios, right here in the heart of Long Island. All right, Li Tops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. Let me say this: for the Nets to be competitive, they have to be this good. They have, and of course, with Ben Simmons is out with a nerve impingement with his left lower back. No timetable for his return. I guess, I guess, right here, really tells you right in and there. Okay, so, now we're, now this team, okay, the Nets are coming back out of that, coming back, they had five, they suffered five losses. I mean, they need to get back in the swing of things. Chuck Vaughn, what are you doing? Of course, total team effort helps throughout the five-game skid. Of course, the Nets beat the Oklahoma City Thunder last night, uh, 124-115. Newsday says the Nets checked all of the boxes. They played with energy. They defended. They rebounded. They forced turnovers. They ran. They scored on a fast break and in a half court. And more importantly, they, they won. Yeah. 124, yeah. 121, 124, 115. That's, that's the number. The box score speaks for itself. Against so, the leading score, spot. So, leading score for the Thunder. Who else? Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. 20. 20. 20 points. Shikes, of course. Or actually, oh, I forgot. I was looking at the wrong game. Shy Gil, yes, Shy Gil, Gil, yes, Gil, yes, Alexander. 40, 34 points. Chad Holmgren, 17, it's for two. And a good check, good D check. Josh Giddy, G I D D E Y. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, what are you doing? You did. What are you doing, Mr. Dennis G. Gorman? You spelled uh, Josh Giddy wrong. Man, I would say I would say this. Oh man, I would, but I would be blunt. But I would say that. But that's all good in front of good for the Nets. You had the leading score. The leading score happened to be Nick Claxton, 23. 
Spencer Dinwiddie, 23. I mean, this is a foot back at it. The Nets are fourth in their division. As of right now, yes. A foot in their division. But at the end of the day, they got to get back to the swing of things. They got to get back to the swing of things. Like, you are know, hearing... The only reason why you're going to hear a lot of the paper rummaging is because I'm reading Newsday and I have a lot of things. But! You can't debate this. They had five, they had, but they had like a five game losing streak. They snapped it, defeating a red hot Oklahoma City Thunder team. And if you looked at the standings and Northwest, they are printing. They're right now in third. It's a all out between Minnesota and Den Minnesota and Denver right about now. Portland, they basically suck. Portland basically sucks. It's not that, and it's not because they have talent. No, it's because. You had a former ball. You have a all you like a Hall of Fame. You have a point guard. That's like a Hall of Fame point guard. Who's like a shitty coach? Who's like a shitty coach? Who um, coach who shouldn't be? And I'm like, that's saying something. Jack Vaughn said after the game at the end of the day, these guys want to win, and you want to be rewarded for your work. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. They really did a good job. They are in ninth. And yeah, they probably got a playing spot. And they got that going for them, but do we need to see more from them right now? Um, They play Sunday against the shitty against the shitty trailblazers it's a 3 p.m. game nothing special and of course if you get if you listen to that um you're gonna have to if you, you're gonna have to listen to that on the fan as well or and and if and if the giant and the Giants are playing, so they're gonna be down to eight eighty on WCBS. So Giants will. So the Giants game is more important than the um, and out of that. So it's the last game of the season. I'll cover that um tomorrow. But I will be blunt. If this isn't the big year for him. I don't think that... I don't know if Brooklyn is as good as I thought it would be. Especially when you... have all these guys trying to fit into a system. I mean, let's be, I mean, let's be honest... First win of 2024. You guys had a three-game winning streak. That's what Julian went on to say. First win in 2024. 
You have to start somewhere, so what better place than a team that beat us a couple days ago? One of the top teams in the West? Maybe in the league, so this is major. It should be a morale booster for us. Yeah, morale booster, probably there. Of course, they got reinforcements of the persons of Lonnie uh, Smith and Lonnie Walker to fourth. Of course, Smith was sat out Wednesday, Wednesday night's 112-101 loss to the Rockets in Houston. With lower back soreness. Walker, who was out on a, a minutes restriction, had missed 17 games with a strained left hamstring. He was over for 2 for the field in 6 minutes. See, right, most stuff, man. And of course, and of course, there's that fine. According to yesterday's Tuesday, um, that's fine for sitting three starters. Of course, those three are like four rotation players who did not participate in the game. Could have played under the medical standard in the player participation program. Spencer Dinwiddie. Nick Claxton, Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith sat out, sat out of that 144, 42 to 122 defeat at the hands, uh, at the hands of oh my God, the my God, that was the worst game I ever saw. Of course, and that's also pulled um Cal Bridges, Royce O'Neal. And Cam Thomas in the first quarter. Of course, despite despite Bridges voicing his disapproval of the Nets' plan, the league only fined the Nets for the players who didn't play. That's a lot. That's tax players. Funny. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, if that's got a hundred thousand dollars. For losing to the but for losing to the Bucks, I mean they are they they can't. I mean, what are you doing? You can't. Uh, then what are you? That's what does that spell for your franchise? The first time the league slept the slept find a team under the policy, slapped the Nets with a hundred with a hundred thousand dollar fine. They told you, they told, um, that you can't rest certain, rest certain players. Um, we have, you have to pay us a hundred grand. Says a lot. But, if that speaks out for the organization as a whole, what does that spell for the franchise? Hundred thousand dollar, a hundred, now you get, you don't, now, that's no better. They played their guys, and off. Set the five games skits. Set the five games skit. Move it. Move up. It moved up and down the dial. And of course, they're in there, still in that playing spot. Hope they improve. But don't rest certain players. You'll get a lot of money. You're gonna give a lot away a lot of money to the NBA if you do. Um, like I say, this um, starting in a few months from now, um, this show may be Spotify exclusive, but I'm not certain what we're gonna be doing going forward. But in the meantime, 
stick around because we still got a lot more to do, cover. This is the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network, sponsored by Long Island Tops. Spotify for podcasters lets you record your shows, edit them, put them out there for all these, all for the world to listen to, whether you have it on Spotify or wherever you get them. I mean, it's like, I mean, all in one. And of course, it's absolutely free. Download the free app or go to Spotify Podcasters on Spotify.com to get started on your podcast journey today. Two games today to close out the NFL regular season, week 18. Only the Saturday, I'm going to cover the Saturday games here. The Sunday games will be covered tomorrow morning, so stay right where you are. But here's one. Here's my picks for this. 78. The Baltimore Ravens will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a... And here's where, where I stand here. The Ravens are resting their star players. They just clinched the number one seed in the, in the AFC. Of course, you won't, you won't see... Um, you won't see... Um, well, Lamar Jackson. You won't see Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Marlon Humphrey, Kevin Zaitler, Malik Harrison, and Daryl Worley. And of course, Say Flowers is doubtful. Cal Hamilton is questionable with a knee injury, so they're out. Meanwhile, of course, Mason Rudolph is mm, the guy to go for. They're 9 and 7. They're not going to end the season in a playoff spot, but all in all, they got June. There's a lot. There's going to be a, of course, worry. Worry is on IR due to an, and he's set to return on February 12th. Regardless, if the team, is, if the team is championship in a Super Bowl or not, of course he is. He has a. He had a short. Of course, Worley, Worley has a shoulder injury. He's that's why he's out. So. The short and the Ravens looking to be favor or looking to be favorites and lock up and lock up and lock and just just roll over the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, and, and and this is not and this is not say, and this is not saying as much. So that right there speaks for itself. Meanwhile, number two, number the number two game. This could be for the division. The Texans take on the Colts, according to the AP. According to the AP, the Houston Texas, Houston Texas coach, Demeco Ryan's always anticipated his team's late season trip to Indianapolis will look far different from their September matchup. He never envisioned the storyline could change this much. Sixteen weeks after first year after the first year of coaches, Lions and Chains Station 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 artists pronounce that name. My God, were peppered with questions about the quarterbacks for the future. They're playing a high stakes prime time game with more immediate consequences. Plus, it's win or go home. And of course, when people are picking, people are picking the um, Colts over the Texans. 
And they look like underdogs. Houston is the heavy favorite here. So, <laughs> it's like... But if I wanted, if I were to be good, I would say I would go with Houston to win the AFC South. It's a winner go home. Someone is going home. I'm certain it's Indianapolis. Bottom line. Um, Sunday and of course Sunday preview and of course my Sunday preview will come out. Um. On Sunday, on Sunday, in the meantime, I will say this. For our New York teams, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not happy with the Giants this season. Not at all happy. Looking forward to next year, look to next year, looking forward to the draft in, in April. See where they see where things go from here. And for the Jets, I won't say much. I won't say much. I won't say much. For those picks, by the way, if you got a gambling problem, call one one hand gambler in New Jersey or 877 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y. Dude, what, what, man, let me uh, go back there. I really, because I really, because I, it, ne- it needs to be said here. Um, for Open Wide to 467 369. So, because if you got a gambling problem, it needs to be addressed. I mean, number one, I don't encourage gambling. Never had, never will. Please give illegally and responsibly. Please. It's better for everybody. Now, Speaking of that, Clay Travis, man, he, he should have practiced what he preached a lot. Uh, and and as a not as a distinct, of course. Well, let's just say this joke. Bad bad news. Gra- bad Fox graphics on tw- on on exit. Clay Travis Travis finished the regular season as a. College football gambling loser. Wow, he's got a chance to re- he got a chance to redeem himself in bowl season. How is how is he doing? Answer: He's out kicked himself. And of course, in in a traditional Clay Travis wisdom, in one of the greatest in one of his greatest mix picks up there. I'm heading to Australia tomorrow for Christmas and New Year's, but first, Santa Clay has 12 college football bowl and playoff winners for all of you. You're welcome. And of course, he does deserve a deserve a trip, maybe a lock, maybe a lock up there. And meanwhile, in this one, let's take a look at it. He's uh, any he suffered his American playbook. Utah, Utah versus Northwestern. Betting on ball games is often about the motivation of players. Who cares? It's who is playing and who is opting out. What kind of what kind of trend lines if any did the teams establish? Here's here's the deal. Both down the stretch, Utah Northwestern's offenses started to score points, reversing a defensive domination from early in the year. Of course, he had him. Yeah, and I guess he had a he. 
wanted Northwestern to win. He wanted uh, Utah to win. Northwestern beat him. And he said, and he said. And this is another one. SMU should win this game comfort comfortably, but it should also do so while setting the pace, racing out to a track speed style game. I mean, I could spend more time analyzing it, but all there is a win. So another cast over cashes. Oh, cashes to make the three and zero on the ball season. What happened? Yeah, Boston College beat SMU twenty three to fourteen. Showing Clay Travis again. <laughs> total butt. Total butt. And then there. And then there's S. Rutgers control. Rutgers control. Rutgers can't score a point. Can't go throw the pace and tempo. And it's ugly. And it's an ugly, low-scoring affair. Don't worry. This is our only under the butt of the ball season. So I'm gonna go with Miami. Um. He, uh, he didn't go under. Uh, 31-24 Rutgers. That didn't go out. That, that didn't pan out. That didn't pan out. The legendary and legendary and legendary Clay Travis, but... Give me the biggest thing, biggest thing when it comes to betting, get most of betting... In bowl games, is figuring out which teams are motivated, excited to be actually be playing the games. If you can do that, the gambling wins follow. NC State is going for a tenth win, which would be a signature achievement for the program, the most for Dave Doran's tenure. Give me, give me NC State for the win, but I'll just take the three to be just to be safe. And he lost to get, and they lost to Kansas State, twenty-eight to nineteen in a blowout. That, that, that ain't it, Chief. Classically, classically, Travis Smith as well. I think FSU is going to bet everything unimaginable, imaginable in this game, and I think Georgia won't really care that much, especially since top players are unlikely to play. So what happens? FSU has a really good chance to win. And they got the small, and they got the bullish. 63 to 3 and a 60 point blowout. Truly a master class, truly a master class of buffoonery and poor gambling decisions by Mr. Clay Travis. Another bet, another, another, another amazing bet. The over 65.5. Liberty is a huge underdog in this game. So why not have some fun to take some chances? I think we have a spinner's pace in this one, and Liberty catches Oregon in a flat foot bit, flat footed, as the Ducks are unlikely to be excited to be playing in this game, coming off a loss to Washington. The overcashes, and of course they, and of course they didn't work. Forty-five to six, Oregon win. They won the Fiesta Bowl. They were they won the Fiesta Bowl, meaning they won the Fiesta Bowl. Mm. Ultimately, the difference is Jalen Milrow. I expect him to be the best player on the field. And for Michigan to struggle with his containment, the Dine wins out riding a little scoring game 24 to 17. I mean, and of course, okay, we're okay. 
When here's the first two games, first of the two games that we know motivation won't be an issue. I like I like Nick Saban with time to prepare, especially some Michigan's offense that doesn't do anything, doesn't do anything fancy. Given early and already, I'll take the tie defense to struggle against well, this Michigan one game and make JJ McCarthy beat them with his precise throws. And of course, they were hurt. 27 to 20. And they move on to Houston. E-bat. And of course, the classic bet. And then uh, I'm I'm on Alabama and Texas, both ATS and outright. I think they both teams will by seven. Get rich, kids! Oh my God, he is, he is like bad at this. He is completely bad at this. Legendary Clay Travis, and this. And what should be a really exciting matchup between the elite's offensive squads? I like Steve Sarkeesian's so easy Longhorns move four sport buns than Washington does. And ultimately, that'll be enough for a 34-28 Longhorn win. Yep, I've got the tide and the Longhorns playing for the title. And Washington beat Texas 37-31. Oh... And they are heading to, and they are going to Houston. Why didn't they the Sugar Bowl? Alright, uh, gambling habits. He went four, he went four, and he went four and eight. <laughs> and of course, he basically sucks. And of course, he's basically sucks. Like I said, gambling problem call 877 Hope and Why or text Hope and Why to, to, to of course, the number you hear 467-369 or if you're in Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER back after we're, we'll be back after this, so don't go anywhere don't do anything stupid you're listening to the Ultra Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network, sponsored by Long Island Ops. The Home Turf Sports Podcast can be listened to on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Download Spotify, Spotify, and you get a whole lot more than just the Home Turf Sports Podcast. There's podcasts, music, wherever you have you, even audiobooks. The Home Turf Sports Podcast can be heard on Spotify. So check us out there. Well, that's going to do it for this edition. We'll be back tomorrow. Right before right before the regular season games comes to an end. In the meantime, I'm Matthew always saying so long. And, of course, be a good human being. Don't be a... Don't be... And then don't be in it. Don't be like Clay Travis, where you can wildly make picks based on the spread or what have you. Enjoy your afternoon, everybody. Enjoy the games. We'll see you. Talk to you tomorrow.